Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, so welcome to this episode of the Rocks Pile Rockies Report brought to you by rockspile.com. I'm Kevin Henry, one of the co-experts for the site. Joined uh, again, and I'm thankful for that, by my good friend and fellow co-expert, Noah Yingling from the great state of Ohio. Noah, what's going on? Not much. How are you? Well, just watching the snow come down here in northern Colorado, man. Just uh, loving uh, April. Love April in Colorado. So <laughs> there you go. But I guess, you know, there's people in the south and New York City right now who aren't real happy with the weather either. So I'm not going to be one to gripe about snow. Others will. I'm not. So there you go. Here in Ohio, we haven't had snow, but yeah. I mean, we kind of do have similar weather like you guys do in Denver, where it's just... It, it was 70 one day, then 40 the next, then 70, then 40. And then today it's like 40 with like tornado-like winds. So, <laughs> You know, if, if the coronavirus isn't going to get us, I think uh, just colds from the uh, change in weather and allergies uh, in some parts <laughs> of the country might. So, oh, hey, all right, let's talk. Because in our last podcast, we said we were going to revisit some things in a future podcast. And lo and behold, here we are. And our friend Jeff Passan from ESPN uh, had a very interesting comment uh, this morning uh, with Mike Greenberg talking about Arizona and how, in, in his words, Arizona or bust. Uh, so if the Major League season is not able to start in Arizona, there may not be a 2020 Major League season. Noel, what were some of the things you pulled out of what Jeff said? And, and let's kind of go down the road here of what we're thinking. Well, one of the things he said was that he thinks that um, he doesn't think that Japan is a viable option. Okay. Um, and that was talked about by Tim Kirchin and some others on ESPN and some other outlets as well um, as a possible option, considering that um, Japan, apparently they're on the, uh, they're flattening the curve right now yep. um, and they're on the down end apparently um, but there's been talks of Arizona and Florida um, but of what Passon said it sounded like it's going to just be Arizona which obviously some players especially for the teams that are in the Grapefruit League aren't a huge fan of right. um, but also too it seems, and I don't know exactly when the date is for Arizona, but they're they're thinking their peak is going to be somewhere in middle to late May. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's four to six weeks from now. So, I mean, realistically, at least on the information we have now, and obviously that's always changing, it seems like that the earliest the season could possibly start is probably late June, early July. Yeah. And that's obviously who knows what's going to change between now and then, but as it currently looks, I mean, it's, there's going to have to be a lot of changes for the season. And even if you do start in Arizona, you're going to have to branch out and maybe some of the hotbeds like Seattle, New York, you won't be able to play there in at all 
And of what Passon said, too, he doesn't think fans will be able to attend any games in 2020. So that will be a big thing to see if that actually happens. I mean, not going to Coors Field or any of the other 29 stadiums at all in 2020 will be something that'll be really weird. But I mean... We've already been in, inchart- uh, in uncharted waters as it is. So We have. And, and it's interesting to me, and, and the point you just made about that there may not be fans there, even if they branch out. And one of the things that he was discussing was that it may start, and I love his term of biosphere, start as a, in a biosphere in Arizona and then branch out from there. So let's say, in, in hypothetical, just hypothetical purely here, that you start season on July 1st, you've got a 108-game schedule. That's one of the, the theories that I have read. You know, is it feasible by September 1st you would move to Denver to play at Coors Field two months in? Would players more agree to that than saying we're going to be sequestered in Arizona for four months? You know, my personal opinion is yes, but I also think that you can't guarantee that in two months you're going to be able to move to a Denver or LA or anywhere else just because the virus could come back. You know, we may have different stay at home procedures in place. So it's going to be real interesting to see what kind of negotiating they do with the players to even try to kickstart the season. Yeah. And that's the thing with some of the stay at home orders and all of that. Like, for example, here in Ohio, we're only under stay at home order until May 1st now. But we are, we apparently, of what they're saying, um, have are already on the downturn. So, I mean, realistically, we could have baseball here if the numbers stay the same or go on the path that they currently are. We could probably have events starting in June, but for some areas like Arizona or Colorado, where it seems like the, um, the high water mark is going to be later, then you might not be able to have games. So that'll be something that we'll have to see. Um, But that's one of the things with Japan, how they were saying they could possibly have games there. But the problem is traveling thousands of miles away to Japan and being overseas, it would be hard to do that without family members being there, without fans being there. Or as they were talking about having quote unquote robot fans there, which that's we don't need robot fans. There's a lot of robot things we don't need. Robots. There's a reason why robots have not taken over the world. They're not as smart as humans. Yeah. We've seen Skynet way too many times. We don't need to, to go down that road. I'm just telling you. So. And we always underestimate the power of humans. There's a reason why Back to the Future didn't happen in 2015. Robots aren't that smart. <laughs> Your robot vacuum runs into things all the time, so yeah. it's not that smart. <laughs> yeah, it, it's interesting to me to hear all the what ifs and what could happens and everything else. But I, I think the biggest thing that we've got to keep taking into account is that you know we talked about this on our on our last podcast is that a lot of these players have spouses, significant others, kids, and if you sign up to say yeah let's start the season. You're basically signing away that time with your family, you know, for X amount of days. And again, is two months more reasonable than four months? I wouldn't want to go that long without seeing my wife or my daughter. 
personally, but you know, I also know that there is a big locomotive engine behind that is going to push baseball forward at all possible, along with the other sports, if they can get them kickstarted again. And also, too, there are some people that are saying, well, players have a problem being away from their kids and uh, spouses and all that, but they're spending time with them right now when regularly they wouldn't be. Um, I don't. I don't necessarily see the uh, the equation adding up there, but some people are saying that um, yeah. because I mean it's not like oh I get to see my wife and kids in April and June more than usual, so now I'm not going to see them at all June through August. It's to me it doesn't really add up. Um, yeah. But like for example, last week um, Rockies pitching coach Steve Foster he had a uh, press conference. I should say conference call, not a press conference because nobody was there. Don't get um, near. That's right. So, um, and he was in Wisconsin because yep. he lived in Wisconsin. Um, and he was saying how he has been learning a lot of different things since he's been home because usually he is in Denver right now or on the road with the team. And he said that he's been doing some outdoor stuff and all that. And he's like, I haven't, had time to do any of this stuff in years or yeah. ever. And he's just happens to have the time now. And that's what some people are trying to do, trying to make the most out of the time that they have at home, whether that be with their family or getting stuff done and all that. Yeah. I, I think that no matter whether you're talking sports, whether you're talking your place of employment, school, whatever it might be, I think it's one of those things that when we know this is the date circled on the calendar to go back that a mindset's going to change completely. And obviously there's going to be a lot more discussion about what could happen, what might happen, everything else. But let's go back to sequestered in Arizona, everybody under the same roof. And again, you're taking a chance at that point, you know, and, and I'm going to play devil's advocate here. You're taking a chance on that point that a, a team member could get infected. Uh, you know, it could spread there. And then I think it just takes one team not having their best resources available to all of a sudden this whole plan goes up in smoke. And also, too, you have to think about if you're under social distancing and six feet away and all that stuff that we're currently under, how are players going to be in a clubhouse? Right. How are players going to be in a dugout? Yep. I mean, there's been talks of since there would be no fans in the seats, you would just have players six feet away in sections but how do you do that both vertically going up the stands and horizontally as well yeah i mean you can't have the entire have two dugouts be completely in the stands and especially in the spring training stand because they don't have upper decks so how are you gonna be able to do that that's going to be one of the things as well. But yeah. Well, you know, and, and our friend Thomas Harding from MLB.com brought up such a great point during spring training, back when we actually had spring training, no, back in the day, you know. Yeah. Uh, but whenever. It's been a month now. What's that? It's been a month now since the game Good stopped. Dude, you look at my hair, I can tell you. It's been, it's been a month. <laughs> you know, starting to get shaggy here. But, uh, you know, Thomas brought up such a great point. He's like, you know, even if you keep the social distancing, even if you can somehow find a way, you're still throwing a baseball back and forth to each other. 
and still next to each other on the base paths. You know, I mean, there, there's still a lot of things that there's a lot, even if you spread them out, there's a lot of opportunities for players, not only from their own team, but from the other teams to be very close together and break that whole social distancing thing that's been banged into our heads. And I mean, that's one of the other things too, with when you look at players hitting, like, Right now, I have on the TV in the background uh, on MLB Network, they're playing uh, the 1982 World Series Game 7. Yep. And you just you might not even think about it regularly, but you've got within about a three-foot span, you have the home plate umpire, you have the catcher, and you have the hitter. Yep. You can't have them each six feet apart unless you have robot umpires, which uh, that's one thing that they're talking about, which is – not a good idea with the technology that they have now, considering how poor it is, but whatever you can but, but you have your own opinion on that. But let's even play devil's advocate and say they do do robot ops. You've still got to have a catcher and a batter and, and yeah. you gotta have multiple batters in the same inning. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's something that it, the sport is not conducive to. There's a reason why that, it's like that is because it works Mm -hmm. um and uh, it's changing that plus two i mean for example if there's a ball hitting the left center field gap are you gonna say uh, as the left fielder gonna say no i'm not gonna move because the center fielder is gonna go get the ball and we need to stay six feet apart no that that's not how it usually works and, and I have seen, and, and you've probably seen this as well, some of the footage coming over from Asia with the baseball players wearing the masks as they play the game. And and I can tell you, I cannot imagine running out of triple wearing a mask. You know, I mean, yeah. and, and if that's what we've got to do, I get it. But at the same time, boy, that that's a tough thing to ask even, even the most well-conditioned athletes to do. Well, and also, too, like, for example, when you're at a game as a media member, and interviewing a player, especially if you're interviewing them with a camera and a microphone. If they have a mask on and you have a mask on, how are you going to hear them? That's one of the things they've talked about with press conferences, whether that be at the national level or at the state level. Yeah. Some reporters are saying, well, why don't you have a mask on? Because you can't hear me. That's why. Exactly. Yeah. So that's another problem. Yeah, there, there's a whole lot of what ifs still, uh, you know. But I thought I thought what Jeff was talking about this morning was at least one of those. Okay, if this is the line in the sand, this is the Arizona or bust moment. I'm still not sure that it's going to happen. I mean, that that's just me. I want it to happen. God knows I want baseball back, but the logistics and everything else, I just don't know if that's the line in the sand. If there's going to be a 2020 season. Yeah, and then even if it does happen, they've been talking about the playoff implications. Yeah. Or you just, if it's just in Arizona, what would you do with the postseason? If it's in Arizona and Florida, are you going to do it where you have the two leagues, what kind of like the American League and National League, but have the Grapefruit and Cactus League? Are you going to keep it the regular leagues? Are you going to add four wildcard teams? Are you going to have a 30-team tournament? By the way, that wouldn't work, but uh, that's my opinion. Um, <laughs> and just with the traveling of it and then how long the postseason would be. Another thing that you don't think about with it is if there's 14 games going on at one time and if there's replay, which that's another issue 
with all of this is you have eight umpires plus video people in New York City doing replay, and they're all in the same room. That's another issue. Um, but with that, there's a total of 76 employed MLB umpires. Even if if it's a postseason schedule, usually that means there's six umpires on a field. There's 14 games going on that those numbers don't add up because that's 84 umpires. You have 76 in the major leagues, not including injuries and all that, which umpires get injured. So are you going to have six umpires on a field? Are you going to have minor league umpires there? Are you going to decide to have all those people there? That that's a, and obviously that's way down on the list of things that people are thinking about right now. There's so many things that we just don't know yet. And logistically, I'm not sure if they will be able to work. Yeah. And, and, you know, you bring up a really good point just in passing there, the minor leagues, you know, that's a whole other long discussion, but you've got to have the minor leagues going in case a, Sensatella or who you know somebody gets hurt you've got to bring somebody up they've got to be conditioned they've got to be ready they everything else so you've got to have those backfields going with all these and I've seen that the backfields are going to serve as minor league stadiums as well you know so yeah boy you talk about wow <laughs> just just a logistical nightmare that's what we're looking at to even sniff baseball's coming back this season well, and that's one of the things like with uh, Rob Manfred, he apparently has reached a, de- a decision on the cheating scandal for the Red Sox. And he told that to a reporter or multiple reporters. And he flat out said, I've reached a decision, but I haven't had time to write anything down of what my statement would be because I'm trying to figure out how in the world are we going to have a season? What are the logistics going to be? Yeah, you know, and, and I think that's that's what that's the magic puzzle that everybody's trying to solve right now. And and it there's not going to be an easy answer. And I can tell you, baseball fans, if baseball comes back, there's going to be some things you're not going to like about it this year. I mean, there's going to be some rules in place. There's going to be some scenarios where you're not going to go to games, whatever it might be. There's going to be something happen that you're already going to be looking forward to the 2021 season, hopefully, just because hopefully by then it's a sense of normalcy and we can all get together and watch sunsets uh, from the party deck, you know? Yeah, and I mean, that's one of the things that Passon, Bob Nightingale, Ken Rosenthal, others have discussed. I mean, you might have expanded rosters for the entire season. You might have more pitchers on. If you have 40 men on a roster, you aren't going to have just 13 pitchers. Um, one thing that I I think it's going to happen this year, and I would not be shocked if it happens in a few years in general, just overall, is you're going to have a universal DH. I mean, there, there's no other way about it. Yep. Um, if the DH is never going to go away for National League fans out there that are purists and hate the DH. It's never going to go away. I think it'll be added this year because there is more chance of pitchers getting injured at the plate. Yep. So that's one of the other many things that people probably aren't going to like. But if you want baseball, you might have to deal with it. And I think that's what you've got to ask yourself as a fan. How bad do you want baseball back? And if it's at all costs, 
then be prepared. You may get a DH. You may get empty stadiums. You may get a shorter schedule. You may get divisions that don't look like divisions. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that are going to be different about baseball this year, again, if we get to play. You might get games at uh, 7 o'clock in the morning, mountain time. Yep. Yeah. You might get games that are midnight Eastern time. That's just that's the nature of the beast, unfortunately. It is. Uh, it is. And and obviously, Noah and I are keeping track of this uh, with Rockspile. We're trying to bring you the latest information, what it might mean, all that good stuff. Uh, and our, our editorial teams always come up with something on a daily basis. So make sure you're checking it out. And obviously, we're going to try to keep bringing you the latest information via podcast, article, or whatever it might be. Noah, any final thoughts before we sign off, my friend? Like you said, Kevin, make sure you keep to, in tune to the state. We'll we're trying to keep uh, you informed as often as possible. Always got content out there every day. Yep. There'll be one article, two articles, some days more. I mean, in the month of March, we had over 100 articles on the site. Yep. So yeah, we're trying to keep them our history, but hey, hey, we're trying to distract you at least for a little bit from what's happening elsewhere. So, Well, you, meant, you mentioned that you were watching that 1982 uh, game. Uh, my dad is watching that right now. I guarantee you that. The Cardinals fan that he is, he's watching. That, so. <laughs> yep. Anyway. All right, Noah. Hey, thanks for joining me. And thanks to all of you who are part of the podcast today. We will be back soon with another episode of the Rocks Pile Rockies Report. Make sure you're checking out rockspile.com for the latest information and some good history articles, as Noah mentioned. But we will be back soon. And, hey, here's hoping baseball comes back soon as well. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.